Welcome to the pre-match of footballing podcast over to your ears every weekend of your footballing season and the full year as well. So we had the first international break. The season really is underway at the moment. There's no Premier League games this weekend, no championship games this weekend. There is some League One, League Two, and we'll be previewing those later in the show. As you know, we're still doing a podcast to preview every game in England over the weekend. But today is our transfer window special. We're going to be handing out our grades. We know it's one of the most popular shows we do. We're going to hand out grades to all the Premier League teams. Um, now that the window is officially closed in England and also in Saudi Arabia, so I'll be handing out my grades. You can get me at Graham Bailey on Twitter slash X, however we want to refer to it nowadays. Craig Honeyman is joining us as ever. Craig underscore Honeyman is his X slash Twitter account. How are you doing, Craig? Yeah, I'm still trying to get my head around the whole Twitter X debate. I don't... You type in www.twitter.com if you're using it on a computer, or you still use the Twitter app, but it's called X. So I'm still still trying to get my head around that, mate, to be honest. Yeah, it's a uh, what do you call it? Do you call it? You can't X someone, can you? So, no, it's like a kiss, kissing it. So, um, yeah, so we'll be doing our going to do our verdicts. Um, we haven't spoken to each other on these, but nope. um, be interesting to see what, what, where we come out on these. And, and as I said, we'll be covering League One and Two later on. So, let, let's get straight in there, Craig, because obviously, all the stuff from the transfer window, um, we can pick out some highlights as as we go. Um, covering the players who joined later on and who didn't. Um, and those who didn't leave, there was a Saudi transfer window on Thursday, and we saw Jaden Sancho and Mo Salah didn't get moves out there. But we can talk about those when we come to Liverpool and Manchester United, respectively. But first up is Arsenal. I won't read out every outgoing, Craig, because there's a lot no. of outs for all these teams. Uh, but incomings for Arsenal, Kai Havertz, Julian Timber, Declan Rice and David Rea. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <sighs> It, it depends how we do do these grades. I like to do it in terms of how much they've improved. You, you know, you can't you can't just say in the start eleven, but how much has that improved their start eleven is a big thing for me in terms of these grades. You know, if there's a good squad signing, yeah, that does help as well. But I think in terms of improving your one to eleven. So for Arsenal, I think they started off a window as the they were winning the window for most of it, Craig. I would give Arsenal an an a minus for me. My reasoning for um is Julian Timber liked a lot. I know he's injured, but hey, that's nothing to do with the transfer window, it's nothing to do with signing. He's a good signing. He he would be challenging for a first team spot. Declan Rice, great signing. Um fits in the team straight away, comes in, improves what they have. Kai Havertz. It doesn't weaken them. It's interesting to see. We we still don't know what quite a role he's going to play, um, Craig for them, and so I I wouldn't give them. Oh, I'm I'm tempted. Do you know what? Um, I'm going to give Arsenal. I'm changing. Sorry, Craig. I'm going to change my mat to a B plus. I say that because Craig. I think, I think they should have Riker. and they were trying to bring. Another, I think they should have brought another full back in. Yeah, for me personally, and I think they should have brought another another forward in. So not necessarily a strength set forward, but someone who could play in a bit of, in, in, who could play right as well. But I think someone like Mohamed Kudos, who they did talk to, they did look at, would have been perfect for Arsenal. Someone who could fill in that role. Now Balogun's out the door, not and Enketia is there. But if Enketia's not there and hears us, 
I think they needed some just a little bit something else, you know. And that's why I think they dropped to a B plus for me. I think they were a minus, but I think they needed something else for me, Craig. Um, how did you see Arsenal? Yeah, interesting, Graham. I think I think overall they have improved. Um, I think a really smart signing as well as David Rea. I think he puts genuine pressure on Ramsdale. Uh, I think his distribution is exceptional, as good as anything in the Premier League with his feet. Um, and it, it makes sure that Ramsdale ups his game. So sometimes we've seen this in the past, haven't we, Graham? Uh, when when teams sign a, a, a backup or a second-choice goalkeeper to a really high level, it does push the other goalkeeper, and he knows that he needs to be on form. Otherwise, he'll be losing his place. Um in terms of the language that we use, I've changed, Graham, haven't I? You know, I'm, I'm not saying anymore he's a good signing or he's a bad signing. I'm saying he's he's a good player. Now, we all know the qualities of Declan Rice and instantly it does seem right now a good fit. Uh, Timber looked really good in pre-season, obviously picked up that injury, gutted for him. Um, Harvard's at this time is still struggling to find his feet. There's no doubt that Kai Harvard is a really good football player. Uh, incredibly talented technician. Um, But he does need uh, to really push on now. He's he's not 21, he's not 22, he's 24 now. He's the same age as Declan Rice. So we expect him to have uh, comparable standards. I think the the, the sale of Flo Balogun, I I really rate Balogun. Um, I think they've got a great transfer fee for him in terms of the 30 million that they they received. I was sad to see Granit Xhaka leave the Premier League. Uh, obviously, he's had a great start in Germany with with Leverkusen. Um, I think they've sold well in terms of the, the value they've got in. And I think they've signed some really talented football players. Solid solid B from me for, for Arsenal. Well done. Yeah, so pretty similar. Um, so I'll let you go first with Aston Villa Craig. They brought in Yuri Tielemans on a free. Yeah, uh, Pau Torres just under 30 million from Villarreal, Musa Diaby from Bayer Leverkusen just over, Nicolo Zaniola loan, but it will be permanent. And Clement Longley was a late arrival on loan from Barcelona. That's not, I think, um, the, 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 my one disappointing thing with, with Villa was allowing Cameron Archer to leave. Um, obviously, him and uh, Ramsey, but yeah, I understand the Ramsey one. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I, I do understand the Ramsey one, um, because of the two Ramsey brothers, he's he's behind his 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 brother, right? Um, however, however, he is a, a, a lovely footballer. The Archer one, I just think they've been crying out for a, a number nine for a lot of years, Villa, and they're not given one they've grown themselves a, an opportunity. I think we'll see him thrive at Sheffield United, but we'll come on to them later. I think Diaby uh, looks a real player, Graham. Uh, I know that you've been a fan of his for a long time. Um, persuaded me about his qualities. I know that. Um, I think he looks a lovely football player, and he's he's really taken to to the Premier League. We're both huge fans of Pau Torres, uh, Zaniolo. I think solid loan sign to Telemans on a free. Um, I think they've um, and you mentioned it as as well there that that Langley the the on on loan, um, experienced centre half. You know they lost uh, Tyrone Mings, didn't they, with a with a bad injury? So. Uh, I think a lot of these players are upgrades on what they've had. And for me, Aston Villa get a B plus because of I, I believe a lot of the players have brought in a significant upgrades on the players that they've had in the squad. Yeah, um, I would give them an A minus. I think Pau Torres will be an outstanding 
signing. I think it's a Rolls Royce for a player, backed up by Clement Longley. Wonderful, wonderful moves in the market by um, Monchi yeah. and uh, Unai Emery. Musa Jabi, yeah, what what an incredible player, Craig. He's he's going to be one of the standout players in the Premier League this season. I think he's already looking like a standout player. Nicolo Zaniola, very clever signing indeed. I really, really liked what they've done. I know what you mean about Archer and Ramsey, but they've got quite apparently not massive buybacks. So if they go there and do well, they'll okay. come back. And, and Emery did, he said, he said basically, if they do well, you'll see them back at Villa Park. So I think that's, right, that's okay. a good way of doing it. He, he And he really, he literally said that. So I think that really bodes well for them too. If yes. if Ramsey goes to Burnley, Archer goes to Sheffield United, and they both do well, they'll be back yeah. at Villa Park, which yeah, is definitely. almost a glorified loan, really. Which yeah. is how Munchy and how it works in Spain, isn't it? It is how it really, works. Yeah, it is. The big boys do it. So I think that's why we're seeing more so because I know Man City have had these in place a while. Douglas Louise had it and stuff. But we haven't seen any English clubs really put that into practice yet. Nope. I think Villa, given its Spanish operating yep. system, I think we will see see that different. So an A- to me. I love I think Tielemann. It just improves the whole... I think Torres and Diaby improved the 11, whereas Tielemann's come off the bench. Really good. Langley might do it. Zaniola I really like as well. Yeah, I, I really like what it did. So an A minus for Villa for me. Takes on to Bournemouth. And they brought in Tyler Adams to 23 million. Played just spoke as the Mr. Release Clause deadline. Yeah. Um Hamatrari made his move permanent. Ahmad's brother. Justin Clivert came in from Roma. Roman Favre came in from Leon, but he was loaned straight out to Lorient because they're his sister club, a part of that. Milos Kirkers came at left back. Outstanding young player. Max Aarons came in at right back. Alex Scott came in from Bristol City. And Luis Siniestro got done on deadline day. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a really interesting one. So I'll go first on Bournemouth. I, it, it, it's a fascinating system. I, I like what they did, but I know Iriola, I like as an appointment as well. So in terms of some recruitment, we could maybe look at their manager as well. Um, I'd say for Bournemouth, it'd be a solid B for me. I think they've improved their 11. I think B plus actually, because I think they've improved the 11, the starting 11 massively. And the two fullbacks, Kirkes is good. Aaron's is good. Tyler Adams, when he gets fit again, will be slotting to that midfield. And he was outstanding for Leeds last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he we was. were big fans of him, Greg. Yeah. Siniestra really boosts the squad. This, this, the depth of this squad now is quite impressive. Justin Cliver in there yeah. as well. Hamatrori, Alex Scott. Them three probably aren't starting, Craig, on the bench, but they're combined costing six fifty million pound. Um so I think the squad's improved. I think the start eleven's improved. So yeah, a B plus for me. I quite like what they've done. Yeah. Um they're getting a, a, a C plus from me, Graham. I, I think that they've improved um the squad significantly. I, I just think you know a couple of players injured Graham at the side paid a lot of money for players that are injured. I I understand why they've done it. I I don't get me wrong. Um but if you if you're spending that amount of money on Tyler Adams, you want him to impact from day one. It's not his fault he's injured. Don't get me wrong on that either. Um, I just think if you're Bournemouth and you sign two players that are going to miss a month of the season at the start. Who else is injured? Um, Alex Scott was injured, wasn't he? I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just believe that. If you, if, Do you if think you... that twenty three for Adams is nothing though? Is it? No, but I think if you're paying forty million for those two players, Graham. Mm. Right, and they're not available for a month. I just think it put it puts you behind the uh, the cue ball, as it were. Um, I, I I just, to my feeling, I, you know, I, I might be totally wrong. Uh, I just, you know, if if a club of that stature, and I'm not being disrespectful to Bournemouth, 
you know, they're punching way above the weight. If they're spending that amount of money on two players that can't impact the team, I'm going to miss a month of the season. I think that's a worry. But, you know, quality players, and I think they've improved around around the football pitch. Yeah, OK. A um, little bit harsh, but hey, Craig and Bournemouth, where you're starting with Bournemouth fans, um, we'll see what it comes to. Y'all go with Brentford, Craig. They brought in Matt Flecken in goal for £11 million. Yeah. Kevin Shadow's deal became permanent at 22. Nathan Collins came in, £23 million for Wolves. And uh, they brought in Neil Mopé, um into the window, which uh, I'm not laughing at Neil Mopé at all, Greg, but you know, when you're being linked to the likes of Brennan Johnson and who, who yeah. else was the one they were linked after? I can't remember, was it Kudos or Fatty? One of them, something like that anyway. And then they bring in Neil Mopé on loan. Um, what are you going wild for for Brentford, Craig? Um, C minus, Graham. Um, and the 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 reason for that is I think Brentford have been unbelievable in recent years, and obviously losing Ivan Tony has been very difficult for them. Um, losing for the amount of time that they, they they're going to, um, and the sign more pay, uh, to kind of. Fill that slot. I think he'll fill the slot on the bench rather than starting. Which the start of the season never saw well. It's a fan's favorite. It does not. It's 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 a feel. He might Grimmy might do well there. They, they do love. Yeah, they do. They do love him. It's the only place he scored goals, hasn't it? He, he went to. Yeah. He he left Brentford and went to Brighton. Didn't score goals. Left Brighton and went to Everton. Didn't score goals. He could go. It could be a really. We've, we've talked about this. The right player at the right club at the right time. It could be. Yeah, it could it's be not horrific. Good... I don't mind it. I don't. I, I neither, don't mind neither, it. neither do I. But I, I just think that you know Brentford are smart. I, I think to push on, the, they've got to really go and spend a lot of money. And I, I'm not sure that they've. But we had this conversation. We've had it week in, week out on the pod, Graham, haven't we? That the owners of the likes of Brentford and Brighton and Crystal Palace will be looking at the bottom of the league. And, and saying we don't need to spend 150 million, 100 million to stay in the Premier League and be competitive this season. We can spend much less than that and not have any worries. And I think that's that's Brentford in a nutshell. And I think they'll do yeah. they'll do well again this season. They're a good team, well well run, uh, well structured club. Got nothing but respect for them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's C minus as well. Um, I don't really see the starting eleven being improved. Nathan Collins, there's there's potential there. You know, I think twenty three million is quite a lot for him, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I like Shadi. Shadi twenty two, yeah, but twenty two million is decent. But he was already yeah. there, so he can't improve the starting level if he was already there. Mark Flecken, not a huge fan of Mark Flecken. Must admit, Craig, I think he. Um, I just think I, not you know, he's not he's not he's an upgrade from David. Out. He's not an upgrade from David Ray. Oh no, he's a da- oh, he's a he's a massive so downgrade for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I I, I I don't I don't rate him, and I think when you. You know, I'm not, Graham, I'm not saying, uh, Graham, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I don't rate him. I just think he's a downgrade from from David Ray. Yeah, been, I, I think he's okay. No, he's not. He's not great. Yeah, so they haven't improved the eleven. See, they could have got a D, but I'm going to give him a C minus because I quite like Shadi. And um, yeah, they lost a lost a lot more players than I remember. Craig. I didn't really I, like. They've lost a lot to Galatasaray, Bidstrup yeah. to Salzburg. They've lost some good players, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Must keep an eye on. I think they might have a busy January, Brentford, but we'll see where they are. They didn't need to, as we said. On to Brighton, João Pedro, James Milner, Mahmoud Dahoud, Bert Verbuggen, um, Igor, the central defender, Carlos Belieber, and Ansu Fati. So, 
a fantastic win. It has to be said. And in terms of incomings, a wonderful window for Brighton. Joao Pedro, excellent up and coming Brazilian. We know that. James yeah. Milner going to fill a fill paper over a lot of cracks when you need him to. Dahoud is a wonderful German national. People probably don't know a lot about Dahoud in this country, group, but he's a wonderful footballer. Free transfer, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bat Verbuggen, um, yeah, I think Joe, I think he's better than Mark Flecken, for instance, who we just spoke about, and he'll be competing with Jervis, Jason Steele. He got a centre-half, I think he's a very, very solid performer, and at 14 million, what can you get for that nowadays, Craig? Yeah. Carlos Belieber, as you know, a player I absolutely love, Craig. Um, I've known yeah. about this guy for a little while. Wonderful sign, 23 million. He's, he's going to, he is, he's, Outstanding, he really is. He's going to be the next cab off the rank. There, he's going to be brilliant. And so, Fatty, why not? You know, it's a bit of a risk, but he's a loan deal. Um, if yeah, so he works out, brilliant. If he doesn't, so there's no there's risk, no yeah, risk. exactly. It's no, no risk, no it's, risk it's, it's, yeah, yeah, smart, smart. Um, and and you know, they've sold San- you got 25 million for Sanchez, who was third choice goalkeeper anyway. Great business. McAllister <laughs> had to go because he had a release clause. Um, Caicedo, you had to sell it a British record. Um, it's an A. It's an A for me because if it didn't, if it got kudos instead of fatty and a permanent, I'd have given him A plus. I'm just going to go straight A for Brighton, um, but very close to being an absolute brilliant, perfect window for them. I'm going to say a very strong A for Brighton. Yeah, B B plus for me, Graham. Um, I, I just think they're so smart in how they run. Um, Sam Jewell heading the recruitment now, uh, working with. Uh, Tony Bloom. Uh, we we know all about Tony David Bloom. David involved strongly. Yeah, we know all about Tony Bloom's algorithms. David Wee is director of football. Uh, Sam Jewell, head of head of recruitment. Uh, Tony Bloom, with his algorithms and his mathematical genius. Um, look, it's it's such a well-run club, Brighton. Um, we're both huge fans of João uh, Pedro. Uh, Belieber, we we probably be talking about him in three years' time, going for 150 million or something. Graham, as if if it continues to fit in with their with their model, um, just smart business. Uh, the hood on a on a on a free from Dortmund is a great signing. Um, and they've just sold ever so well. You know, they hold the nerve when they sell. They they've received the money for Caicedo, McAllister, Sanchez. As you said they're just such a well-run club and. Uh, the probably I don't know Graham, 80, 90 million in profit from from the transfer window and that's unbelievable. So yeah, huge fans of what they've done. Okay, a, a, a bit you go, a bit harsh. Okay, it's gonna take a lot to get an A from Craig. That's evident already in this window. Yeah. On to um, on to Burnley. Craig, Craig will lead us off on Burnley, but they brought in they brought John Beer back. He was on loan, wasn't he, John Beer? Michael Obafemi, Dara O'Shea, Zeki Amdouni, uh, James Trafford, Nathan Redmond, Luca Collier, Jacob Brun Larson, Sander Burge, Wilson Odobert, Hans Delcroix, Aaron Ramsey, and Han Noah Masengo came in late on from Bristol City. I like him actually. Logan yeah. Pye came in from Manchester United. Mike Tressor, the leading assist maker, came in from Lone on Genk. Um, I've got my opinions on Burnley, but I'll let you go first, Craig. Um, it's really difficult, Graham, um, because they've clearly had a go, right? They've clearly, clearly had a go. Um, you remember the, the 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 term "less is more." I, I I think I think Burnley have signed too many players. Um, 
bit, mm-hmm. bit, bit scattergun. Uh, uh, not dissimilar to what Nottingham Forest did last summer. Uh, and Nottingham I was about Forest... to say that reading throughout this career just reminded me. Actually, I said a lesser version of what Forest did last year. Yeah, reading I throughout think... this, there in my head, I was thinking this is like Nottingham Forest. This. I think it's a very similar approach to, to Nottingham Forest. And of course, Nottingham Forest had the the outcome they wanted. They stayed in the Premier League. Um, I think James Trafford at 20 years of age, you know, we, we, we saw we saw Southampton with a young goalkeeper last year, exceptional young goalkeeper from, from Manchester City, struggle just in a team that, that was losing. I think it's difficult for a young goalie uh, confidence wise, if you're not winning, if you if you're losing, secret. He was at I, I was at Burnley on Saturday, as you know. He yes. was outstanding. Yeah, he was absolutely outstanding. Yeah, I I, I really like the Ramsey signing, Graham. Uh, Sander Berge, mm-hmm. I think, really sensible signing. Um, O'Day, I think, again, sensible signing. Um, my single on a free transfer, great value. I mean, Bristol City paid. Pay from eight million uh, three four years ago. Um, I think he's come of age now as well. It, it, there's just a lot of players in there, Graham, uh, and obviously they, they can't all play. It's 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 getting that um, it's getting that structure. Uh, I think Jordan Bayer and and James Trafford are going to have busy seasons. Uh, Sander Burge. It's all about staying up for Burnley, and I think they've done enough to stay up, and that means that they've had a successful window. So they're getting from me a C plus. It's a C for me, Craig. Um, I agree. I, th- I think they brought it's it's quantity over quality. Um, I watched them on Saturday. Um, they were okay. Um, the uh, they were okay. I I must admit, I, they did they, they didn't they looked no better than last season. Okay, I'm being brutally honest. Yeah. There. I think the some of the signings are quite poor. Um, you know, you commented there on Sander Burge. Sander Burge looked an absolute million miles away. And 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 you know this and and the Burnley fans, um, you're pushing some of those out. Like Josh Brownhill came on at half time and he he was giving a stand ovation and scored, didn't he? Grim? He was at, mate, he, he 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 stepped up a level there. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure, but Sander Burge at 15 million, I think that's an awful lot of money considering did they need him with, with Knox and Cullum. I tell you who played really well, a player who I didn't know about, Craig, and I wonder if you do, Luca Colesio from Espanyol, who's a Italian slash American. He was outstanding, Craig. He really was. James yeah. Trafford was good, as I said, in goal. Um, I think the goals will probably... I th- I don't see where they're going to s- score goals. I think they'll struggle. I think Ramsey will help provide. Um, Darrow O'Shea... It's a, I don't see it, Craig. I really, I, it's a championship. He's a squad player, Graham, isn't he? He's coming as a squad player, I think. Well, he started on Saturday and was pretty poor. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's going to be a C for me. Um, the need to these can, can numbers. Come. Were, were you surprised that uh, that Vigos was allowed to to leave? I, I just thought, why let him go on loan? Why why not use him? Why not? Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I was surprised. I, I was surprised at a few. I was surprised at a few things towards the end of the window. Yeah, Veghorst. Do you know what Veghorst? Do you know what Lyle? Is it Lyle? Sorry, Lyle Foster. He actually did yeah. okay. The South African South striker. He was okay. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the window, Craig, we saw, we saw Howard Bellis join Southampton. Yeah. Who was Burnley's? It was the best defender in the Championship last season. Yeah, arguably you. Burnley's, arguably, arguably Burnley's best player. Then we saw Nathan Teller got a buy Leverkusen. Yep. For twenty million. Yep. Um, so these players, Burnley's best two players last were available. Year, yeah, 
Yeah. Howard Bellis went to Samson deadline day. Sorry, Daryl O'Shea and Howard Bellis and even Jordan Bayer. Howard Bellis is 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 leaps ahead of uh, Graham, I, I, ahead. I, I'm taking I'm taking Teller and Howard Bellis over any of the signings that they've made. That I, I'm fine. That's that. You know what? And I might I might be being unkind to. That's what's making me lower this thing. It's like yeah. I don't understand why you wouldn't go. As you as you said though, Craig, uh, it's it's the sometimes less is more. If they'd gone and got Howard Bellis and Teller, I mean, and and, and the thing is, though, Craig, they've spent and they've spent. I, I clocked up that Burnley team was a hundred million pound had spent on that team on Saturday. We're not talking 30, 40 million here. We're talking a lot of money. Yeah, they spent and a lot I, of money. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to see minus because I say what the only bit, and I thought Burnley would be clear of it. And I tell you what, Craig, Luton, Luton, and Sheffield are down. We've talked about that on the show before. Yeah. That Burnley team I saw on Saturday, um, great, great maybe Michelle. better great, than Everton, but it's going to be a close run thing, mate. It's going to be a I, close I, run I, thing. Yeah, I mean, in, in the in the in the first month of the season, the one thing that's clear to me when watching Burnley is they've gone toe to toe with clubs, and they don't have the quality, the the know how, or depth of squad to go toe-to-toe with Premier League clubs, experienced Premier League clubs. I'll tell you what he did on Saturday, Craig. He switched to a back three at half-time, Vincent Company. They, they'd gone toe-for-toe with Tottenham in that first half, and yet, yeah, obviously, the road to look a little bit. But switched to a back three, and which meant that Collier who was their best player in the first half, by a country mile, he was torturing Pedro, Pedro Porro. It meant the shape changed, and they got absolutely... Like Tottenham dominated, but I tell you, Burnley helped them. Changing shape to a pack three, mate. Oh, and you've never seen a turnaround like it. It was absolutely. It could. It could have been double figures. It could have been. But anyway, a C minus for Burnley for me takes us on to Chelsea, Craig. Christopher and Kunku, Nicholas Jackson, uh, Diego Moreira, Alex Matos, Angelo, Leslie Ogachuku, Axel De Sassi, Robert Sanchez, Moses Caicedo, Romeo Lavia, David Washington, Jordi Petrovic, and Cole Palmer. Obviously, three or four of those are young players who've gone out on loan. So, okay. And I'm not even going to start to read their outlist, Craig, because their no. outlist is very impressive. Their outlist it is, is very is. impressive. It actually. is. It um, is. So, fair fair play to them. And I'm going to bump them up. Whatever grade I was going to go, they're going to get in the bump because they've managed to get rid of some players. And doing, and, and and everyone says, oh, I'll get rid of players. You ask Man United. Is it easy to get rid of Donny no, van der Beek not. and Maguire and players like that? Chelsea have shown the way on how to get rid of players. Anyway, on to Chelsea in terms of what they've done. Um, I'm going to give them a a B minus, Craig, because I like the players who come in. And Kunku, good player. Jackson, yeah, okay, um, not bad, not good, but not bad. De Sassi's come in. Mm, I would have preferred. Um, I'm not sure he's a massive improvement on Chalabar, but still a good player. Sanchez in goal, Lavia and Caicedo in midfield. Yeah, Caicedo has started. Pretty badly. He's getting he's getting absolutely dragged over the coals, isn't he? Moses Caicedo, Craig. He's isn't he hasn't picked the fee, but he will come good. He's a he's a brilliant player and he will yeah. come good. Um Cole Palmer came in late on for 40 million, which a bit of a head scratcher for me, not because of the player in it, but why? I I said all along, Craig, that I thought the the the, the situations that they need to resolve. There was three for Chelsea, Craig. There was the midfield. Yeah, they've sorted that out. Yes. Not a problem. They kept Conor, they kept Conor Gallagher and signed Caicedo and Lavia. Long term, that midfield is fine. And Pochettino's gonna Pochettino will make that into a world class midfield, Greg. He will. Goalkeeper and, stri- and striker for me, Craig, were glaring, 
glaring areas. Now, they brought Robert Sanchez in, who, don't get me wrong, he's no worse than Kepa, but he's no better. You know, for a top, for another top six team, I'm not sure about him, but I don't think it'd be the real issue. And as I said, Craig, I think the striker issue is real at Chelsea. Yeah. Nicholas Jackson is not a bad striker, but he's not a good one. Then, did you see that? Did you see the week last, the Forest defeat to Forest, Craig? Did you see the misses in that game? Yeah. I felt sorry for him. I felt sorry for him, actually, because there's far too much pressure. And you know what? It's not dissimilar to the Hoyland situation here, Craig, where you've yeah. got a young striker in who ideally shouldn't be first choice. Same as Hoyland at United. I agree. They should, they should have brought in a first choice number nine, like a Vlavic, or they should have even tried, but they didn't even really try that hard for Ossiman, in my opinion, Craig, because I think Ossiman would... If Chelsea uh, come in... Ossiman could have been dropped. At, at, one, at 120, Ossiman would have pushed for this move. I think Chelsea have let Pochettino down. Even when Brogia comes back, this Chelsea forward line, they're Sterling side start the season. Brilliantly. They haven't and let him put... down. They've spent fortunes. No, but they, no, but they should have. But they haven't brought a, a starting a, a starting caliber number nine. They haven't brought in Craig, and they knew it. They've known it all along, and they've they had all summer to do it. So that's why I give him a B minus. I quite like the business they've done. They've improved the eleven. The players that have gone out is is good. But I think in terms of goalkeeper and striker, um, it's not good enough. I'm giving Chelsea a B plus, Graham, and it was going to be a B, okay? And they're getting the plus for the the, the great comment you made earlier about the player sales. The player sales that they've made are phenomenal. So fair play to the executive and the sporting directors at Chelsea for the value uh, that they've got and the deals they've done for players that have left the football club. Uh, Mount, Harvard, Kovacic, Kolobali, uh, Pulisic, Mendy, Loftus-Cheek, etc., etc., etc. The money they receive for those players is is fantastic. And they even get getting Aubameyang out of out out, yeah. Lukaku out. Yeah, oh, listen, Graham, they've, they've done they've done they've done really well. Um, I, I agree with you, ref the striker. I I really like Nicholas Jackson, but as a as a twenty two year old, he he does need support. And it's been that number nine at Chelsea. They've, they've been. Lots of number nines that have failed there. Um, you know, mm-hmm. m- more fail at Chelsea than succeed as a number nine, Graham, in, in the past 15, 20 years. That, that's just the reality of that football club. I don't know why, can't put my finger on it, but other than other than, than Drogba, um, who do we who do we say has succeeded as a number nine at, at Chelsea? Uh, very, very few have. Paul Palmer, I was so surprised City let him go. Um, think he could be a real asset for for Chelsea. Also keeping Levi Colwell, Graham, I, you know one of the best central central defenders in Europe. You and I have been calling for him to play for England for some time. Now we may get a wish. Um, Caicedo, I think is a real good player. I think the midfield balance in there will be will be interesting going forward. I think Pochettino's the right man for them. B plus, solid B plus, Chelsea. Palace, Craig. So you lose off on Palace. They brought in Jefferson Lerma on a free from Bournemouth, Matthias Franca from Flamengo, Dean Henderson from Manchester United, and Rob Holding from Arsenal. Yeah, I just think don't need to talk on this too much. C, solid. Um, didn't have to spend more than they've spent. Uh, good ownership. Um, great diligence in the marketplace. I think Lerma on a on a free transfer is a good player. I think he started really well for them. Uh, two, uh, Rob Rob Holding, uh, experienced campaigner. Um, I think I think they've done 
they've done okay. They've they've not lost that much in the market, have they? Um, I think Wilf Zaha is the big miss, Graham. Um, but obviously they kept Eze. So again, keeping Eze is is worth is worth point to the market. They've done okay, Graham. I think in terms of I don't think really, am I right, Graham, in saying they didn't receive any transfer fees for any players that left. They all left on on free transfers. Um, I think that'll be the only disappointing thing for Palace that they, they haven't recouped any money, but they've not spent a great deal. So yeah, I'm liking what Palace have done, mate. Just think it's a really well run club that are not going to be in any kind of danger this summer. They did get some money, a million pounds for yeah. Jake O'Brien. He went to Leon, but that was just compensation okay. really for him. Um, I'm going to give him a C C minus. I like Jefferson Lerma, comes in, starts a team. Yeah. Doesn't improve him, but it keeps him solid. Is he better than James MacArthur? Probably not, but it doesn't make him any worse. I think the keeping Dakuri and Eze, it was crucial. Um, yeah. Outstanding. I, um, I don't get £20 million on Dean Henderson, Craig. He's not better than Sam Johnston. I, I don't get that um, at all. Um, no. Rob Holding at three and a half million, solid. So I don't mind that three and a half million for a, a decent yeah. lower league, lower Premier League defender. That's solid. Franca, um, you're buying potential yeah, there. I, yeah, um, I, I, I understand. Uh, listen, I think, I think Sander Franca. He, he, you know, we don't know a great deal about him. Young Brazilian, uh, highly regarded. I think Henderson's a solid signing, Graham. I, I just think that's a going rate for a Premier League goalie, and he, I think he's, I think he's decent. It's decent, yeah. I just don't think they needed to do it personally, but hey, um, means they've got two England goalkeepers battling for that number one. Exactly, jersey. but that, that's why I agree. They've got two goalkeepers now there that are pushing for that number one spot, so I think that's a good signing. Hmm. Yeah, not for me, but that's why I give see minus on to we're talking about Everton, Greg. Here we go, hmm. Asher Young on a free, Arnold Danjuma on loan, Jack Harrison on loan, um, Chemiti coming in for Sporting and Beto from Udinese. Um, who I'm gonna give them a give them, they're getting a C off me, Craig. Um, it could have been it, they were heading for a D slash E until the late sign of Beto and they brought yeah. Harrison in as well. Um, they were hams they had the hands tied by by money um situations. You know they've they've lost Damari Gray letting the window. Alex Awobi to let go. Tom Cannon the sold. Morpay went. Um. Most missing Holgate went on loan as well. Um, I think the oh, squad... Davies left on a free. I... Yeah, the, the squad of uh, Ellison, Ellison, the squad as a whole is weaker, in my opinion. I agree. Craig. I agree. I I like Beto, but you know, you know, I, th- I think I think they think Beto is is God's gift to strikers. You know, you signed a 50 at best, he, he was averaging what 15, 12, 15 goals a season at Udinese. Yeah. Don't expect Everton, don't Everton spotters don't expect too much of him. He's not coming in to score 20, 30 goals, so he won't no. do it. Jack Harrison, who, if he's played in the right position, if he's like not, you. as Leeds showed last year, if you if you play him out of position, it doesn't work. Dan Juma, okay, Young, give you what they're doing. They need these players to step up under, under Sean Dice. But yeah, it's a, it's a C- minus for me. <laughs> they, they just needed to do so much more. I don't blame Sean Dice. It's behind the scenes. Um, Could have been a D, but I'll give him a C- minus because... You know, better. Is that it? Does it start? Does it improve the starting eleven? The problem is, Craig. The but the players we said there, 
Danchuma, Harrison, Beto. I'm not sure it improves the starting eleven because is Beto better? Is Beto better than a fit Dan Calvert Lewin? No, he's not. No. Is Harrison better than Dwight McNeil? No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> is Ash Young better? I, I don't think Harrison's better than okay. Dwight McNeil. I, in, I, in, I, a, in a Sean Dice, in a Sean Dice team, I don't think he's anywhere near as good, personally. Um, and actually, Dwight McNeil's been playing really well. And actually, I think the loss of it will be Craig. Yeah, I know he rejected the contract and he had to sell. I think that's I think that's misguided. It will be. I think at the end of the season, if you get relegated by a few points, it will be was a, a crucial player in that team slash slash squad. He did a lot of things that Everton team. Oh, he's he's a tough one to. I think the squad's weakened. Um, I'm I'm changing it to a D. I'm changing <laughs> it to a D. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't like it. The, the team's not improved and the squad isn't improved. So how can you give him a Anything other day. Yeah, listen, I think the way I've kind of justified to myself, Graham, is like C is you've not gone backwards, you've improved. Uh, C plus yeah. you improved. B is you improved significantly, A is outstanding. Uh, D is you, you're weaker, right? So they get a D for me. And that, that's just my, the way I've kind of given my yeah. own logic and, and, I, and I follow what you say. Um, at one point, they were they were getting E slash F before Beto came in, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I, th- I think the players have lost Graham. So I think losing Damari Gray is a huge, I, he was really exciting. I, I know he's, he's maybe not a, a Sean Dyche player. I get that. He was off. excellent. Whenever you watched Everton, like I, whenever I watched Everton last season, Craig, he was back. He was, he was, it, it was either him or Pickford was the best player yeah. every time. I think keeping Pickford's a, a, a massive plus. Oh, for, oh yeah. Oh. Um, you know, losing. You know, Tom Cannon, I don't I don't quite get that. Why wouldn't you keep Tom Cannon in the in the building and give him an opportunity to play? Especially with more pay going, especially with more pay going on. I, I, and and Sims. So yeah. Sim, Sim, you know, and, and, and Graham, and I, I know Sims wasn't ready to play in the Premier League, but he did play in the Premier League a handful of times last season. Um yeah. I, I actually disagree with you slightly on Harrison. I think Harrison's a real good signing for them. Uh, oh, sorry, let me change my language. No, I didn't say it wasn't a good signing. No, no, it doesn't improve the 11, though. No, let, me, let me change my language. I've got to stop saying a good signing. Jack Harrison's a really good player, right? So Jack yeah, Harrison yeah. got got um, five goals and seven assists in a, in a really poor Leeds team last season. Uh, he got he got the same amount of goal, goal contributions as Jack Grealish. So that's, that's some... Uh, and Jack Grealish played for Man City and Harrison played for, for, for Leeds. I think... I think that's real good value for money that alone with an option to buy. Um, I think Dan Juma has got loads of talent, um, loads of ability. So he's, he's a plus. Um, Ashley Young, you know, I've seen Ashley Young play this season, Graham, and he looks spent and and he's 38 years of age. I shouldn't be critical of him, but he's not the Jack, he's not the uh, Ashley Young we've seen in previous years. Um, And playing for a team that's going to struggle, I think could be, could be tough for him. Um, so they're getting they're getting a D and they're in deep trouble, Everton. Uh January is going to be really telling for them. Yeah. Um on to Fulham. Um you'll be you'll be leading us off here, Craig, Raul Jimenez coming in, Calvin Passi, Adama Troy, Timothy Castagne, Stephen Bender, Alex Awarby, and uh Fodi Bellatore came in late on from AC Milan. Obviously, they did lose um, Alexandra Mitrovic in the yeah. window, but they did keep hold of João Paulinha. Fulham, Craig. Yeah, I think if they lost Paulinha as well as Mitrovic, they'd be getting a D, Graham. But because they, they kept hold of um, the Portuguese, they, 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 they're going to get a C. Um, I think Mitrovic is a huge, huge loss for them. I think his goals are a, a massive loss. 
Um, but because of the way the league is this season and the, the teams are competing against, I think Tony Khan and, and, and Shad Khan realised they didn't need to go and break the bank in, in terms of being competitive in the in the Premier League. Um, I think bringing in a Warby's is smart business. I think Calvin Bassey's mm-hmm. smart business. Uh, Timothy Castagna's smart business. Raul Jimenez is smart. But I just look at the players they've brought in. Adama Traore on a free can be really exciting for them. Uh, can be an impactful player. I think solid. I think they've had a solid transfer window. Although you know, one of my one of my real favourites has left the Premier League. Alexander Mitrovic. The Premier League's losses. The the Saudi League's gain. Yeah, nothing. Pretty pretty similar stuff. We got to see. Um, have they improved their starting eleven? Probably not really, you know, but they haven't the squad is the squad's a lot better. I think the squad's stronger. Um with likes of a Warby, Castagna, Bassi, Chara. Um the starting eleven's weaker, arguably, because Mitrovic is impossible to replace anyway. So yeah, a, a C for me. Um but yeah. Um unfortunately not much more they could do, to be honest. Um Liverpool, Greg, they brought in Alexis McAllister, Dominic Sobajlai. Wataru Endo, I'm Ryan Gravenberch. Four midfielders coming in there, Craig. Um, that really is a um an overhaul in the midfield department. Obviously, they lost John Henderson and Fabinho both to Saudi Arabia. Um, let Fabio Cavallo go out on loan. Roberto Fabinho also went to Saudi as well. Liverpool, interesting. Um, I think they did what they had to, Craig. Um, in the midfield, I, I like I like Gravenberch. Um, like McAllister, I like Zobishlai a lot. They yeah. kept Mohamed Salah as well. Um, when they could have sold, they could have sold Salah, um, but yeah. the 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 club owners decided not to. Whether that turns out to be good business or not, um, I think I think two hundred million pound for a thirty one year old, um, it's interesting. It depends. Depends. I think I think the Salah thing, Craig, will turn out. It depends if Liverpool are in the title hunt, which we we we'll still don't know that yet, do we? I don't think we know. Are they? I think they are top four definitely, but yeah. are they top? Are they top two caliber? I don't think we know whether they are yet. And it's this midfield. McAllister's great. Zobislav's great. I think Gravenberch could be a good signing. Um, the starting eleven is improved massively. Yep. It is. Yep. Yep. However, and it's a big however, they needed another centre half. They really did. Yes. Uh, they're going to get a B plus for me because they didn't bring the defender in. Craig. Yeah, I think. I think Liverpool have had a really successful transfer window, Graham. And, and they're getting a B plus from me, um, not just for the players they brought in, but for the players that 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 left the football club. Um, I think you've you've commented probably last season and, and maybe even the season before about you thought Fabinho's legs were going a little bit, and you know, and he's not 34, 35, but I, I did tend to agree with you. He wasn't having the same impact that he had in previous seasons. And Jordan Henderson at thirty three years of age. Was was way past his best. I, I'm a I'm a huge Jordan Henderson fan, but he wasn't 27 year old Jordan Henderson, 28 year old Jordan Henderson. And I think it's not just the money they've got in in transfer fees, Graham. We, we talk about this a lot. It's the overall package. It's the money that they're saving from the deal. It's the money that they're saving from the players' package. The the, the salary, the signing on fees, the various bonuses. Um, so the players they've got out. You know they, they've they've brought in um was it over fifty million pounds for those two, I think that's that's great business. I think 
Slobozai looks a real talent, doesn't he? At 22 years of age. McAllister, we know all about 24. I, I, I said I love Slobozai. So you weren't, yeah. you weren't as convinced as me. But, yeah, um, I, just think, I, I just think he, he's really he's really taken to the Premier League really quick. Looks a real talent. McAllister, we know all about. Uh, Gravenberg, I think, you know, we look at him and, and, and you know, incredibly talented uh, Dutch midfield player. We, we saw, I don't know if you saw, did you see the... Um, the Robertson clip where he's walked through the building and he's he's with uh he's with Van Dyke. Um and he said at last we've we finally got a decent touch player in the building. That was quite funny. Um Endo, I think, is a sensible signing as well. Uh, you know, we, we know he's been a, a top player for Stuttgart. Um centre back issue, Graham, I think is genuine. It, they need they they look they look weak. Uh, defensively, uh, with with Trent at right back, with the centre back pair, and whichever one they're putting out, they don't look as strong. Um, Robertson's still going strong at left back, gets a lot of credit, but um, yeah, I, I think that if they'd have got if they'd have got that centre back in Grim, they'd have got an A, but it's a B plus from me. Yeah, maybe if it was it was if it maybe if it wasn't Endo for me, if it was maybe more of a a, a corner from Gladbach, maybe someone had to may have got an A for me for that. But um, yeah, um, decent window for them. Moves on to Luton Craig. They have brought in Chidozi Ogbeni on a free from Rotherham, Mads Anderson, Tahith Chong, Marvellous Nakamba, Isa Kabari, Ryan Giles, Thomas Kaminsky, Ross Barkley, Jacob Brown, Tim Krull. Tedem Mengi late on and Albert Sammy Lukongo arrived on deadline day from Arsenal. Yeah. Over to you, Craig. Do you know what, Graham? Right. So Luton are getting a B plus from me. And, and, and this is the reason why. Um the, I believe Luton Town are going down. I believe they're getting relegated. I believe that they'll finish bottom of the Premier League. That's 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 my my gut feeling and it, it it's it's what I feel of the overall quality of the squad. However, 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 the players have brought in dramatically improved Luton Town from what they had. I think, you know, the likes of Giles, Chong, Anderson, uh, Kaminsky, Brown, McCamba, good players, good and assets going forward. I understand why they've signed Lukonga on, on, on loan. Uh, I do get that. And and Kabori, I understand why they've brought those players in on loan, but they're not assets for the football club. So they, they're actually getting minus points from bringing those players in because all of the others are assets for the football club when they're relegated. So when they go back down into the championship, I think they'll keep the majority of these players uh, and they'll go, have the ability with a parachute payment to go and spend again. And I expect Luton Town to be one of next season... If not champions, uh, they, they, they're going to get promoted if they stick to their strategy of what they've done. I think they've been really smart in this transfer window. It's not a window that's got only this season in mind. It's got the the next season and the season after that. Um, I just think really smart, particularly the age profiles of Giles, Chong, uh, Anderson, um, Brown. I think I think it, it's it's smart what they've done, Graham. Yeah, strong B for me. They, they they did what they wanted to do, Craig. They wanted to improve their starting eleven. They wanted to put together a a better championship team than what they had before, and they've done that. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's 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 a B for me. I don't have any issues with um any of the ones have done any of the signs have done really. Um, they haven't overpaid for anyone. They haven't stretched for anyone. I think I think the Camber 
from Villa is a standout at two and a half million pound Craig. He yep. one of the best holding midfields in the championship last season. So yep. yeah, um good business from them. On to Manchester City. Matteo Kovacic, Josko Gavardiol, Jeremy Doku, Matias Nunes. Fascinating window from City Craig. Um again, again, look at the, the players have sold um brought in some massive money from for some of some of their players that they've sold. Um yeah. It's it's staggering, really, isn't it? From Carlos Borges to James Trafford to yeah. Shea Charles, we're talking over ten million for all those players. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and the ones that brought in Craig, they're starting to let. It's a tough one going off what we are talking about here, Craig. There is their starting eleven better. No, no, but you know, bar, barring barring signing, um, maybe an Mbappe or a Bellingham. <laughs> Which which they did try to do, there wasn't much they could do to improve their eleven. Is their squad better? The squad isn't better, but it's definitely not worse. I'd argue their defense part of their squad is better. I think the defense is stronger now because they've signed the best young defender in world football in Josko Vardio. Yeah, the Doku is he a real Mares? We don't know yet. Probably not no. quite yet, but he might very well be very soon. Matias Nunes helps out in there a lot of money and you know Matias Nunes is someone who with a lot of potential I would like to have seen them do Paqueta and it's unfortunate what happened around him that it didn't yeah. happen Kovacic I think is taken to City like I always said like a duck to water I think he looks an even better player now than he ever did it, did it yeah, so that really would be good. that would be the way so I'm going to give them a strong B Craig because the squad is not worse to start in 11 slightly worse but I don't think that's necessarily their fault and and you know if Nunes comes good if Doku comes good Kovacic carries on it it may only be a passing moment that the, the starting eleven is weaker so for me a strong B for, for C yeah they're getting a C- minus from me Graham and I'll explain why oh. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll explain why I, I, I went to City at the weekend um, and the scoreline against Fulham flattered them massively. And the mid the midfield at times looked dysfunctional. And it's it's more the players that have left Grim than than the players that have been brought in. So I, I mentioned Cole Palmer earlier. With Maris going, uh, I was hugely surprised that that Cole Palmer was was allowed to leave. Um simply because he's he's got a bit of the X factor. He can get a goal, he gets assists, he can travel with the ball. Um, so in that area, I think Manchester City are weaker in the attacking midfield uh, positions, and I'll explain why in a second. Laporte, I've got no issue with with going. I think he's he's been a, a great asset. His injuries have have impacted the young players leaving. The rest of them, Graham, I, I totally get that. The, the, the academy's now a production line. They've made huge amounts of money. The the, the João Cancelo won again, oh, Graham. I, he, he was the best left-back in the Premier League two years ago. I know he's right-footed, but he was exceptional. I think he's in your team this season, my team, everyone's team this season. I don't know quite what's gone on there, but obviously he's gone to Bayern Munich and, and now Barcelona, so there's something not quite right there. Oh, Vardiol, I agree with you, one of the best young defenders in the world. What a signing. But I do have issues with the midfield, Graham. Uh, in terms of you, you talk, uh, Nunes and, 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 and Kovacic, very similar. Very similar players. Can, can I just add one thing? I, the only reason I gave him a B as well, I didn't. I forgot to say this, was keeping Silver and Walker was another yes. reason I gave him a strong yeah. B. Yeah, so again, the players have kept... Keeping Bernardo Silver was one of the, the finest technicians in, in English football. 
is is wonderful for Man City, but also wonderful for English football for the Premier League. Uh, Kyle Walker is the best right back in the world, so um, our best defensive right back in the world. Like a little caveat to that, no doubt about it. Um, but the midfield is an issue for me, Graham. They, they missed uh, Kevin De Bruyne. I, I, I think against better teams, against the Liverpools and uh, the, the the Chelsea's and the Tottenham's, I think this midfield could be an issue for for City. They're solid. They are solid, but they're not breaking lines. Nunes, Kovacic, uh, Rodri. Rod, Rodri looks the most creative out of the out of the midfield players that they've they've got in there. There's not goals, there's not assists in that midfield, and that's a worry for me, particularly with with Mares going and 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 Palmer. In in terms of Doku, no no doubt he's a talent, Graham. No doubt he, he's he's a he's a dribbler. And Manchester City don't play with dribblers, as we we've seen the the the, the best dribbler, one of the best dribblers in the Premier League in um, in Jack Grealish. Turn into a non-dribbling wide player, non-dribbling attacking midfield. Was, Mar- was Mar- Mar- not a dribbler? Mares Mar- 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 could dribble. Mares could go past people, but he was a technician as well. You know, he was a technician. Um, and I, I just think the the way they've gone, man, I I think there's going to be a lot of responsibility on Phil Foden. Um, I still believe Manchester City are going to win the, the 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 Premier League. I just don't think they are as good this season as they were last. Well, I agree, but I think Seamus is incredibly harsh, incredibly harsh. But um, well, well, it'll be interesting to see what you give the the their angry neighbours across yeah. across the way. Miss Manchester United, obviously, we're talking about Mason Mount, Andre Nana, Alte Bayendia, Sergio Regulon, Sophie Amrabat, last latter two both on loan, and Rasmus Hoyland from Atalanta. Away go Craig. Don't forget Regulon, Manchester United. I did say regular. Sorry, mate. both. Ask, I said both. Both are lot. Yeah, go on. Okay, okay. Um, D plus, Graham. Um, I'm glad to see you've gone below City. I was worried you were going to give them more than City. That was my only worry. Oh, but okay. No. I, yeah. I understand the Mason Mount signing. I do get. I think Mason Mount's a very talented football player. I'm not sure of the fit at United now in terms of where he's going to play. How that midfield. Is going to be is going to be structured. Um, I think Amrabat. I'm a huge Amrabat fan. We, I think we both are, Graham. I, I think you know he he can come in and play that six role. But where does that leave Casemiro? Where where does he play? Um, do they play them together? If they if they do, then what are they going to do? Going to be four two three one. I'm I'm that would make sense. You know that would make sense. Um, with you know Rashford on the left, I, I think there's a lot of pressure on Hoyland. Um, as a as a twenty year old, he he showed glimpses at Arsenal, didn't he? When he came on, that you know he's he's hard working, but again, he doesn't have a, a, a track record of scoring goals. Uh, interestingly, through the week, Graham, I, I I did a little goals comparison of um, Rashford and Martial in terms of their Premier League contribution to uh, to Manchester United, and it, it's incredibly similar. It's incredibly similar. Um, and you've got one, the much maligned Martial and the the, the much hyped Rashford. Rashford gets a goal in every three games and Martial gets a game in every 3.2 games. So I'd love, I'd love to see the comparison played centrally, but I can't. Uh, you're seriously not saying, no, what, you're seriously not that, consi- say, suggesting that Martial can offer anything that Rashford does. Graham, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that the, the goal contribution in the Premier League for the two players is incredibly similar. And they've both played. Do that tells, really tells me, Craig? Do that tells me? Stats can be made to tell you anything. 
Stats and facts. Graham, it's, it's fa- Dan, Graham, Anthony it's, Martial. It is dreadful on Sunday. Graham, dreadful. Did you watch? Graham. Did you watch him? Did you watch his performance on Graham. Sunday? He, he, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the facts now, right? Anthony Martial has played 199 Premier League games for Manchester United, scoring 62 goals, a goal every 3.21 games. Right? Marcus Rashford has played 234 Premier League games for United, scoring 77 goals, a goal every 3.16 games. Right, that's what, the, did, what did the assist look? What did the assist look like? No, the assists are heavily favoured to, to Rashford. I'm, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about pure goals, pure goals, putting the ball in the back of the net. Right, um, listen, the, the left back became an issue because of an injury to Luke Shaw. Let's let's wish him well, uh, and a speedy recovery because we got we, we need him for England. Um, you know, United end of the weekend, Graham, with Harry Maguire and Johnny Evans at centre back, and I think that tells you all you need to know about. United as we as we stand today. Um the, the strange one, the strange departure that I didn't see coming was Alanga. Um I thought Alanga looked really bright uh, for United in in patches and still only 21. And you and I both have this issue of of, of club selling players when they're they're so young because it can come back to to haunt them. But yeah, um United, that's 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 them for me. I I, I don't think they've improved. And the, 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 like I said, Graham at the time when they signed Danana, I, I don't think he's an upgrade from David here. As a goalkeeper, keeping the ball out the back of the net. Well, as you know, I've always had an opinion that United had a dreadful window from the very start, Greg. I didn't like what it done from from the fact that they changed their stance on what they were doing from the moment they were the one point they were keeping David De Gea, then they changed their mind, and it everything went out the window. Their their pre planning for the window was went out the window. It was dreadful from the hierarchy down. It's just an awful window. And you talk about players being allowed to leave there. Matty Kovar, the young goalkeeper. Who's was um, Sparta Prague, who was, uh, he was doing really well. They sent him to buy Leverkusen for 4.3 4. and then signed the lad from Fenerbahce. Just yeah. keep the player who's come through your system. What's the point in doing that? Anyway, um, yeah, Mason Mount, I think, good player. Um, as I've said long, I don't think he's a good fit, but I think in terms of what's happened to Sancho, even Anthony coming up is a situation we've got to keep an eye on. I think Mason Mount might end up on the right and do you know what? They might work, things might very well fall in place for him there. Cause I think I like him on the right, and he could work for United. Onana, yeah, he's he's not going to get you any more points into here. He just helped change the system. Hoyland, they just I like Hoyland, but again, unlike but unlike Jackson, they're massively overpaid. I think they've more than paid twice in what they should have for him. Greg, they were back yeah. into a corner. Atalanta have seen them come in, and Atalanta have absolutely rinsed United on this occasion. He might turn out to be great. And I see people saying, "Oh, he looked good when he came against Arsenal." He came on and ran about and did a few shoulder charges. Yeah, how can anyone? I, 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 like, I, what? He's, I, he's a professional footballer. <laughs> but but Graham, um, United have missed that physicality up front. They have missed that. They have. They have. But he, he Mar- Martial like, isn't going to do that. Listen, Graham, Martial isn't going to do that, and neither is Rashford. He looked. It looked like about Vekos at the moment, but Hoyland needed Green. something else in there. I think, no, I, I, he didn't do anything that Vekos wouldn't have done when he came on. He is going to be a better player, no doubt about it. I, I, I like him as a player, Craig. I just think the ball, there's a lot of pressure on him because the ball paid for him massively. So, so, so what do you think? United, United could go four two three one, right? And and play. I'm back with well, Casemiro. Fernandez is the ten. Mount on the right. Rashford on the left. Hoyland. Well, well, let, let me come on to Amrabat. I look, I, and the reason I'm going to give United a C is because of Amrabat. I think Amrabat, is sa- he will save United's window. He will save their bacon. He is an outstanding You've just said they've had a dreadful window and you're giving them a C. Yes, and I, I just told you why. I think that one, the one signing, it makes them... I've taken from a D to a C. Amrabat, 
Because I don't think the squad's got worse, but I think Amrabat takes improves that starting eleven, Craig. I think next to Casemiro, Amrabat will start. I really do think that. I think he improves that as as the t- before Amrabat came in, Craig, and then United post Amrabat, he improves that starting eleven. So that's why I'm doing that. Regilon, I think that's a mystifying signing for me, Craig. You know, the same day they allowed Alvaro Fernandez to move to Granada. They've got a, a young lad who spent last season at Preston. We saw him a couple of times, Craig. No, a few did, and he was very good. I, I, I don't understand that at all. Um, it's just mis- mixed up thinking for this whole club, Craig. I agree with you. It's just a messed up the 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 thinking at United at the minute is just um the I I think they're missing desperately missing, Craig. Um, a proper football and sporting director. I really do think they need a they need um something in there. You know, like the way we see Monchi coming at Villa, and it, they've immediately got themselves working properly off. You know, Edu at Arsenal. Something's missing at United, Craig. It do, really do, do, is. Do, do you know what? Do you know what tells me everything I need to know about Manchester United's transfer strategy? Cool. Is that since Eric Ten Hag has, has been appointed, they've signed three players from Ajax for a considerable amount of money. And and the one who should have signed Julian Timber, they didn't do it. <laughs> it was yeah. staggered belief. And then, but the way they've treated players, Craig David de Gea, the way they treated David de Gea was disgusting. From, I mean, from you the say off. that. You, I mean, you, you, you say that. Yeah. So in my opinion, I, 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 but in my opinion, I think the way they treated de Gea was disgusting. A lot of United fans agree. I with think. Craig, I, mean, I think that, that's that's outrageous language. I think that's outrageous language to say this. You can say you can say he's been treated. You can he may have been treated poorly. They've paid him millions and millions and millions of pounds. They've not treated him disgracefully. They haven't. In my opinion. In my opinion. Oh, Graham, come on. In my, Craig, I'm allowed my opinion. I think I have Harry Maguire. I think Harry, I think Harry Maguire is treated badly as well in this whole situation. I think they, they want I, him I, out. I, they should, have, they should have paid him out. I think in, in Donny Van Der Beek, the way he's going at the minute, I think there's so much, so much left to be left to be desired. And obviously, we haven't even got into the situation of them almost selling Jaden Sancho to Saudi Arabia yesterday. That didn't come to pass. And 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 as we, we we're not going to we're not going to discuss Anthony at the moment, Craig. But there's so much to come with Sancho and Anthony. This United, it's I, I the problem I see with United, Craig. This is one issue I've got with them. Um, and the, and the takeover is not helping this at all. And if the takeover happens, we don't. Even can, know can, I, can, I, can I can I just no light at the end of the tunnel, Craig? There's no light at the end of the tunnel for no, me. But can, can I can I can I just mention that? So I, I mm-hmm. I've listened to comments from Gary Neville in the past week, and I've listened to to comments on Talk Sport this morning, right? And what's this about the takeover? No, no, no. This this is about United in general. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. And, and what and what the what what Gary Neville and another pundit are trying to to claim is that all of this is the Glaziers' fault. This is nothing to do with the Glaziers who've well, spent since billions over, of pounds in the transfer been, market. Did, did, did you see them them stats, Craig? Is is it in the last ten years? Yeah, but the record the spend money. Yeah, they spent the most in money world football. Yeah. In they've got their highest net spend in world football over well, the past decade. As we say, Craig, isn't this doesn't just sum up? As we say. On the part we drum this up, it's I'm doing a series of nightmare about recruitment. It's all about recruitment. Of it, is. it doesn't matter how of much. It is. Doesn't if you if you spend a billion pound or one pound, you can do it sensibly or not. And United are just proving they're not doing things. As I say, Craig, the the United the thing that sums up their window to me, and I, I know we'll come on to West Ham in a minute. They, you know, West Ham, Ma- Mountain Highland. 
it has cost Manchester United 130 million for Mason Mount and Rasmus Hoyland. 130 yeah. million. What yeah. are you doing? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? They've they've brought in, I think, Alvarez, Kudos, and who was here? Who, uh, Alvarez, Kudos, and Ward Prowse. Um, oh, oh, sorry, Kudos and Alvarez have come in for the price of Hoyland. Less than him. It's, it's staggering. On we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, on to Newcastle, Craig. Um, so Yankuba Minte came in very early in the window now, a long time ago. Seems like a lifetime ago. Sancho yeah, Tonali, Harvey Barnes, Tebow, Livermento, and Lewis Hall. Fascinating window um, from from Newcastle, Craig, for me. I think it reminded me, I liken theirs to Arsenal a little bit, Craig, where I think they started off brilliantly. However, I'm going to give them a solid B because I think Tonali improves their 1 to 11, no doubt about it. I think Barnes, when he gets into him, no, I'm going to give them a B. No, a solid B, a solid B because I think there is issues here. Oh, B plus, go on, B plus in Newcastle because, yeah, I think Barnes and Tonali improve at 11, no doubt about it, Craig. Livermento and Hall alike, you could argue, does it improve the 11? We're not so sure. But what we've seen in last week, Craig, is that Jamal Lascelles was being linked to Saudi Arabia. Um, he was a player who early in the window was going to be allowed to leave. However, he's not being allowed to leave because, you know, there's an injury to Botman, injury to Shah. Now, a centre-half was always on United. They were briefing early in the summer, Craig. A centre-half was always on their list. Don't get me wrong, a full-back was as well. But they brought in two. They brought Lewis Hall and Livermento. But they always wanted a centre half to back up um Lascelles and Shaw on that on that right hand side. And they didn't they didn't get one. And I think that lack of another defender um could haunt them here a little bit, you know, because we've seen Shaw and Bottom both pick up injuries. So yeah. you know, what they're gonna start with? Dan Byrne and Jamal Jamal Lascelles. That is that is that really good enough? So I like the forward positions. You know, Anthony Gordon's looking good, Craig. Eddie Howe's getting the best out of him. I think he looks good. Alexander Isaac looks as good as anything in the Premier League, Craig. He really does. He's an outstanding player. But then again, they did pay nearly 70 million for him, so so he should. Harvey Barnes, I think, will make that left hand side his own. And the other position, Craig, and I know me and you disagree on this slightly. I still think they need that number 10. I still think they're missing that player. So it's not Miguel Almiron. It really, I like Miggy. He come off the bench. He's a very good squad player at this level for them, but he's not the answer. Um, at Joe Linton at certain games, I just in certain games, yeah. Tonali, Tonali, um, Bruno and Joe Linton is a perfect three. But some games you could take Joe Linton out and put a number ten in there. I think for some games, so I think they're missing the centre back a little bit and they're missing the number ten. But still, I love Tonali. I love Harvey Barnes. So it's a B plus for me for Newcastle. Um, it's a, it's a really interesting one, Graham, because we we talk about players and 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 fit. Um, there's no doubt, right? There's no doubt in my mind that Sandro Tonali is a top, top, top football player. Okay, um, the pace of the league in Italy is completely different to the pace of the league in the Premier League, and I think he's looked off the pace. His debut aside, his debut against um. Villa, he yeah. looks sensational, right? You had, you had, to, you had to, to be fair to you, you had this worry when you first when you first signed him. Yeah, I, 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 Graham, again, I think he's a wonderful football player. He's a wonderful technician. My concern is the the, the difference in the the style of play to Italian football to English football. Now it may take him a full season to adapt, Graham. 
may take him half a season, mm. but he he needs he needs time to adapt. Um, Do you think Newcastle were a bit spoilt, Craig, when Bruno came in? He, he adapted yes. so quickly. Oh, okay, After, so, like 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 we haven't yeah. seen before from the midfielder, maybe. Yeah, and 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 that's going to be my my, my next point, Graham. So you, you had a, a midfield duo in there of uh, Bruno Gimaraes and his Brazilian compatriot, right? And 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 they looked incredibly solid together. Okay, I think Tonali has disrupted the midfield at Newcastle. So not only is he not performing to the level that that he can, I think it's massively impacted Bruno Gimmerich too. I think I think mm. I think his levels have have dropped. Um, and and, and I, Grim, I you know how, how much of a fan of I think Gimmerich is a. Well, I mean, Gimmerich is a, a Manchester City player in the making. I think, mm-hmm. I think he's, I think yep, he could play yep. for Barcelona. I think he could play for Real Madrid. I, I think he could play for any Bayern Munich, any of the top teams in the world. I think Gimmerich could play for, um, which also in, in, impacted Jolinton. I, I, I just think the dynamic of that midfield with Tenali in there right now, and it, Grim, it can change. Okay, um, but I also think they look less. Defensively solid. I think the two the two centre backs, you know, Botman and Shah have been amazing for the club. They've signed the Romento, paid a lot of money for him. Can he get past the captain? Um, I think obviously Lewis Hall looks a, a real, real, real talent. So they've improved Graham, but they've lost the the magic of Saint Maximin. I know he wasn't an Eddie Howe favourite. I think he was a Newcastle United favourite, but I understand why they've moved him on and they've got good money for him. So I fully understand that transfer. Uh, I understand the business that they've done. I actually, my, my, my criticism of them, Graham, is I actually think they needed another nine. I think they needed another another attacking player, another forward to supplement uh, Alexander Isaac. And I know they've got Callum Wilson. Uh, we, we, so, so you sort of see my point, don't you, about that 10? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, listen, I, I don't necessarily think they needed a 10. I think they needed another attacking player. I, I'd like to have seen another another striker, Graham, in the, um, because they've got so many games to play, because they're in the championship. Yeah, I thought, so I thought someone like, like I know what you mean to feel about the midfield. I thought someone like a Paqueta in there, you know, Paqueta listen, Graham, yeah, behind and I, I, allow, I get Bruno that. and to sit a bit more. No, I get that. If they'd have signed Kudos, Graham, who does half an hour, I'd have loved that signing. And I thought Kudos would have been brilliant at, at Newcastle. They get they're getting a solid B from me because they've signed quality. Um, mm. I, I, and look, they, we said this before, Graham. They overachieved massively last season. It was brilliant. They were so well coached. They were so defensively well drilled. They don't look as defensively solid so far this season. We're only a month in, you know. I I think they've signed good quality players, and they'll come good. On to so what did you give them a solid B, didn't you? It's solid B. Um yeah, on to Nottingham Forest Craig. Um they brought in Chris Wood, Ola Ina, Antia Langer, Matt Turner, Gonzalo Montiel, Andre Santos on loan from Chelsea, Mario from Corinthians, Nuno Tavares from Arsenal, Nicholas Dominguez, which was actually a swap deal from Bologna with um Romeo Freela going the other way. Um Callum Hudson Adai coming in. Odysseus of Lacodemos coming in from Benfica, the goalkeeper. Ibrahim Sangare coming in from PSV Eindhoven. Divacarigi was a late addition, as was Andrew Omambadili, the defender from Norwich. Nottingham Forest, Craig. Um, I think they've, they've done they've done very similar to what they did last year. I think Matt Turner's a, a, a good signing. Um, 
in goal. Um, actually, let me rephrase that. Matten is a good football player. I think he'll prove to be value in goal. I need to stop saying good signing. He says that saying good player. I think they've they've signed a lot of quality players. I think Alanga. I was like I say I was surprised that United let him go. I think he's got loads of upside. Um, look, I think have they improved? Yes, yes, they have. Um, one of the Obviously, I did forget to mention we forgot to mention Brendan Johnson's fifty million pound move to Tottenham. Yeah, I think, listen, I, th- I think you can't replace Brendan Johnson. They've not replaced Brendan Johnson. What they have done, which is quite shrewd, um, is they've signed Callum Hudson Odoi, a player that Steve Cooper knows really well. He got the best out of him as 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 England manager, didn't he? Um, Divock Origi, uh, comparing to Brennan Johnson, there, there's no, there's no comparison. Um, they're they're getting a C from me, mate. Um, in fact, they're getting a C minus. And, and I, oh, I think having, what? No, listen, I think they've improved overall. It's the Brennan Johnson sale, Graham. It, it, they've got great money for him, but I don't think they've got an improvement in their starting eleven because he's gone. Um, no, which yeah, Graham, they, they, they're getting a solid C. They're getting a C because they've, they've got they've got a Langer in there. Um, they've got a Rigi, and the 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 real the real one that I think could be a real smart signing is Hudson Odoi because we know there's a player in there, don't we? Let's let's hope we can see the best of Callum Hudson Odoi this coming season. Um, Forrester getting a, a a B plus from me, Craig. I oh. absolutely love the business they've done, okay. especially the one later on, Antia Langer. Yeah. He's coming at a starting eleven, outstanding side. Matt Turner proving every bit as yeah. good as Dean Henderson. Great. Yeah. Gonzalo Montiel, when he's fit, will be coming at a starting eleven. Andre Santos is one of the best young midfielders in Europe, yeah. possibly coming in from yeah. Chelsea. Marino, yeah, won't start. Nicolas Dominguez, Argentina national, outstanding player. He's coming in. Hudson Doy will will offer something as well, um, as you've discussed. Vlacodemus, if if Turner doesn't work, they've brought in a very good goalkeeper there. Divakarigi, yeah, he backs up Owanimi. He's a very good backup. Amadeli at the back, excellent. The one player who um, I absolutely love and who could have, could and should have been at a top four team, Chelsea, Liverpool could have signed this boy. Ibrahim Sangare from PSV, outstanding signing. We could be talking about a hundred million pound player in twelve months' time. He is a potential. He's, he's, he's not a young boy, Graham. He's 25, 26? He's about twenty-four, isn't he? I thought. Oh, but okay. What a player! But what a but what a player this is, Graham. I absolutely love him. Um, I think I think what they've done. See what Forest have done. I think they've brought in. I think it's different this summer from what they did last time, Craig. I think there's a lot more quality here than last. Summer. It was scattergun last summer. I think with with Ross Wilson and the like in the Forest now. You know, and what I loved about Sangaria, they didn't overreact. You know, they left a bit on the table all summer. He didn't want to come at first, but then they left it there, left it there, and got the man. You know, Alanga, Turner, Mon- Gonzalo Montiel is a World Cup winning fullback. He's an outstanding bit. Andre Andre Santos and Sangaria is that centre midfield. That could have been Chelsea starting midfield this weekend. It could have easily been. They tried to, remember Chelsea tried to sign Sangaria last summer. Yeah, I love what Forrester I I don't think Sangari fits their fits their age profile. Um, possibly not, but I, 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 but I think, oh yeah, oh Chelsea, yeah, well, uh, but well, yeah, it was a year ago, so I, who knows why they didn't sign him? But they did try and sign him last summer. But uh, I love, I love him as a player, Craig. I think he's absolutely brilliant. He's better than anything outside the top six and seven. He's better than anything in the league in that position for me. 
Um, and that's why I'm giving him a B plus because I'm a bit biased. He's one of my, I, I love the I love some of the business that Forrest have done. I think Elanga, Montiel, Sangare, you know, Matt Turner's good. I, I absolutely love the business they've done. I think Santos and Sangare, two of my favorite midfielders. I love the business they've done there, Craig. Listen, S- 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 Santos, um, on loan from Chelsea, Chelsea will be licking their lips at him going and getting a season working with. Steve Cooper, uh, yeah. no doubt, will make him a better player. So, um, but I like the fact they brought Langren as well. So Hudson Odoi, he's going to have to work to get in the team with Gibbs right there as well. I, lo- I like that that he's going to have to work to get in. He knows him. Yeah. Um. And and do you know what they got? And and we praised um Chelsea for the players they got rid of. Forrest moved managed to move a lot of players on as well, Craig, didn't they? Um, yeah. Towards the end. So, um. Yeah. I B plus me. I really like the business that Forrest did. To be fair, on Sheffield United, Craig, interesting. Um, business they did Benny Traore, Anis Silmani, Yasser Laruki, Austin Trusty, uh, Vinny Souza, Gustavo Hema, Tom Davis, Cameron Archer, Luke Thomas, and James McAtee. Yeah. I think they finished the window very well. I think me too. Start the window, they were by far they were heading for an E slash F at the start of the window, but they were hamstrung by a bit of finances. But later on, yes. Craig, I think they're very from, from Trusty to Souza, very solid. Luke Thomas on loan, outstanding capture. Yeah. Archer from Villa, McAtee, you know, they know all about him. No better sign than Gustavo Hamer, who, who was taking a real step up in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, similar to Luton, they're going to get a B plus from me. Is their starting eleven better? Yes. Um, yes, I think it is because you know, I think Sander Berge, I think they did very well getting fifteen million for him. Illyman die, you know, he was a great player, but twenty million, good deal for him. But Luke Thomas has come in, Archer Hamer, yeah. Uh, B plus for me, Sheffield United. They finished the window brilliantly, so well done to them for backing Paul Heckenbottom. It's given them half a chance. They are going down, but I think they'll be better than Luton. Yeah, Graham, I, I think um, they, they're getting a B plus from me as well. Uh, for <laughs> the reasons you just said, I think Cameron Archer and the Gustavo Hamer signings are the two most eye catching. Uh, but I, I, I like Austin Trusty. I think he, he had a great mm-hmm. season last year on loan at Birmingham. Can play left back, can play centre half. Uh, Benny Traore is, is a player that I really like, Grim. I, I tried to bring him to England last year, um, uh, and and that didn't that didn't occur. Really, 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 really like him. He's got he's got pace to burn. Uh, he's a wild card, Graham. He's very raw, but he's got pace to burn. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Davies is a sensible signing. I really like the signing of Luke Thomas, James McAtee. We we know all about. Yeah, listen, I I think again, is that you said, Craig? Though you said about Luton, maybe win late next year. This is the team who are winning oh, the championship next year. Great, Five million. It, this is this is the team yeah. winning it next year. Sheffield United going down if they can keep hold of all these players. As then, long as they don't do something silly like sack the manager, don't do some. Don't be don't be stupid. If, if, Just if, keep if, it as Graham, is. If Sheffield United go down and keep the the squad of players together, they've got the potential yeah. to walk the championship. So, yeah, that's why they're getting a big plus from me. Yeah, we team we fully agree on. On to Tottenham. Craig, you'll be taking these. So, um, Dejan Kulisevsky was made permanent. Guillermo Vicario in goal. James Madison, Mana Solomon, Ashley Phillips, Mickey van der Veen, and Brennan Johnson. Over to you, Craig, on Spurs. Really impressed with the business they've done. Um, and and also the players that left. You know, they got Daniel Levy stuck to his guns and got his 100 million for Harry Kane, didn't he? So, uh, fair play and and look, I love Harry Kane, Graham. I I I I think he's irreplaceable. But a hundred million for a thirty-year-old, I think, is wonderful business. Um, Harry Winks went to Leicester, didn't he, for a lot of money? Um, Sanchez didn't get anywhere near the money they they, they wanted for him. But again, he's out the he, he's off the wage bill. He's out of the building. Um, 
James Dombele Madison. went with him as well. And Dombele went as well to Galatasaray yeah. with Sanchez. So yeah, smart. Yeah, smart. I, I think you know the, the the play that we we both we talk about fit, don't we, Graham? And and got James Madison and the clubs that he was linked with, and you know uh, James Madison was probably a better fit for Manchester United than Mason Mount was, but he was always going to London. You know, he, he he probably wasn't the fit at all for Newcastle United. He's a maverick. He is a complete maverick. He took that number ten shirt from from Harry Kane. Um, he is that number. See here for me, Craig. He's that number ten who Newcastle. He'd have been brilliant in Newcastle for me. Yeah, great. I, I I don't agree. I just don't think he'd have fit at Newcastle. Right? There's no doubt he's an incredibly talented player. I, I'm looking forward to see how, how Brennan Johnson uh, does. Um, you know, Van der Ven looks a player, eh, Graham? I didn't see that coming in terms of how seamlessly he slotted into the Premier League. He he looks he looks brilliant. Um he was a bit um yeah, he was a bit looped Burnley he was fine. he looked like he was um he, he was found out a few times, but that's just a player getting used to the pace of the Premier League. I put it down just a player getting used to the pace of the Premiership, to be honest, because even the, even against someone like Burnley, a championship time team. You know the pace of that game was something he's not. He's probably rarely experienced in the Bundesliga. Yeah, I I just think he's settled in really well. I do, Graham. From 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 what I've seen, you said up close and personal at the weekend. Um, B B plus from me for 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 Tottenham. Um, I, I think they have improved overall. Um, and I think the style of play that the manager wants to play suits the likes of Johnson and 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 Madison. High press, high energy. High octane football. I think Spurs are in for a lot of fun this season, and uh, I don't discount them for for a top four finish and maybe even a cup win. Um, I'm debating between an A and a B plus for Tottenham. I'm going down a B plus, um, primarily because I'm. I think Van der Veen's good. I think they could have done another yeah. one at the back. Um, I think taps over. I'm surprised they didn't do that. I'm not 100% convinced by the goalkeeper, Greg. Must admit, Vicario. He hasn't yeah. been tested yet. No, I'm yes. not sold on him. However, the other end, Madison. Oh, um, looked like he'd been playing under Ange and with Tottenham for years and years. He was so good Saturday. Um, absolutely fantastic. Son down the middle. Son down the middle could be a thing. And then Brennan Johnson. Kulisevsky looks okay. And so did Manor Solomon. But Johnson is the key here. I think he's a, he'll be just as good a fit as Madison. I really do. I think Johnson and Madison are going to take this team yeah. by storm. Um, I predicted Tottenham top four, actually. Um, and I stand by that. I've just seen them at the weekend. And and the Bissouma and Matisat looks so good in midfield as well, especially Bissouma. He looks like the it does, but Basuma is he's really taking that. He, he was really dishing out some rollickins at the weekend when because they started slowly. Actually, Tottenham. It sounds strange they won the squad five, but it started really slowly, Craig. But Basuma was he? You know, you think about Kane and the captain figure gone because Son, Son's captain, but he's not gonna he's not gonna go around shouting at players really. But no. Basuma was he was going around that field, letting them know like Matisar and Solomon. He was letting them know it wasn't good enough. And I really thought Basuma looks like he's really carrying that team now in the middle. He's in there ahead of Heiberg, so he should be really impressive. So B plus to me, Craig. It could be, it could go better. I think Johnson will be amazing in this team. I think Spurs. It wouldn't surprise me if Spurs put in a title challenge. The only issue I've got with them, Craig, oh, and I just say destiny as well. Um, wonderful at left back. I do worry about Pedro Porro at right back a little bit. He was found out a little bit Saturday. He's good going forward. His passing, that pass for the last goal was amazing. But 
I worry about him a little bit. But yeah, and Vicario in goal. But B plus to me, Spurs looking very good. And obviously Ange Ange ball is a real thing, Greg. Who knew? Who On knew? to West Ham. Uh, Edson Alvarez, James Ward Prowse, Costantino, Mavropanis, Mohamed Kudos all coming in. Um, obviously Declan Rice went out with being the big one for West Ham. So they had money burning the hole in the pocket and Skamaka went out as well, obviously, Craig. Um yeah. Yeah, it was a good end to the window, wasn't it? Is the, is the starting eleven better? Yes. Um, taking Rice out of it, no. For me, clearly, no. clearly the eleven is the eleven no. isn't better. No, I don't, I don't think it is. I don't. Right, okay. Rice. I, I think I think bad end of the season okay. maybe, but as it stands now, Edson wow. Alvarez is no Declan Rice. I love I, I love Edson Alvarez. I think he could be very very good. Ward Prowse has come in and played well. Depends what they do with Kudos. I I don't think it's any worse, Craig, than the starting eleven, but I don't think it's better now but I think they've spent the money wisely I like Alvarez I love Kudos Kudos could be the bagner of summer Craig especially if he plays centrally Ward Prowse has come in suits David Moyes suits the team suited better than I thought he would but he's really started the season well Um, I think they could have done with something at left back Craig I think they're a bit short there and I think they know that because they were trying to sign a left back towards the end of the window so I'm going to say a solid B for West Ham because you know, having all the money to spend, Craig, you know, as we saw when Tottenham had the Gareth Bale money, didn't we? Um, they misspent all that. <laughs> they really, West Ham haven't. They West Ham haven't. Levy admits that. No, they haven't. I think it's been really... And look, you know, Alvarez and Kudos for, you know, both for my ex, but for, for less than the money that, as we say, United played for Hoyland. I just think, think, look at it. I think Alvarez, a very good player. I think this solidifies West Ham as a top 10 team. Um, I think they've got a bit more work to do and they've got money to do it with. But yeah, a solid B for me for West Ham. Mm. Graham, do you know what? I think they've signed so well. So do we talk about some of the parts being more than the whole? That, 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 mm-hmm. That's been David Moyes' philosophy for so many years. And we saw that at, at Everton um, in, in consecutive seasons when he was there. Um I think this is this has been a really strong window for West Ham. I'm giving them an A minus, okay, uh, and I, I, I tell you why I'm giving them an A minus. I think they received an unbelievable amount of money for Declan Rice. Uh, the ownership stuck to the guns, didn't they? They received bids that they turned down, continue to turn down, and I I, I fully back that. I think. Alvarez in midfield is really really solid signing, right? Really solid signing. Kudos is the most exciting player in Africa. Uh, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to light up the Premier League once he gets going. And James Ward Price Prowse is the safest pair of hands going. You know what you're going to get from James Ward Price. You're going to get goals, assists, work rate, dedication, desire, determination. I, I think. I think he'll be a real fans' favourite. With, with do you think we'll see Kudos play central like as he did to what uh, they spent last half his Ajax, yeah. Ajax last season and this season he scored a hat trick. Yeah. He, I, I think he could be the. He could be turned into a very good centre forward. I mean, we, we saw we saw some departures. Then we saw Vlasic leave Graham. They didn't get value for money for him. They paid a lot of money for him. He's obviously he's moved to Torino permanently. And Skamaka. This was the first window for Tim Steeden coming in the spot in a football technical yeah. director. I think is the official title. Yeah. Well, well, he, he he's my he's you know we saw Skamaka go to Atlanta to replace Hoyland. Um, Skamaka will score more Serie A goals for. Atlanta, Atlanta, sorry, then Hoyland will score for Manchester United. That's my that's my prediction for the season. I said so I said I well I said I had a similar thing with United fan. I said that um Veghorst will probably score more at Hoffenheim than 
Highland will stay Bob. So <laughs> I don't think well either of us will be too far away from that. Um, so you give him an eight. Interesting. Um, yeah, minus, I don't yeah. disagree. I think very good, very good window for Tim Steed and and uh, and for David Moyes who um uh, yeah he's this season. We'll see how that goes. Wolves, interesting Wolves, Greg. Um, Babaco Traore was made permanent. Matt Doherty came in on a free. Tommy Doyle came in from Man City, which will become permanent. Um, yeah. John Ricker Bellagardi from Strasbourg, who I'm told, Craig, is actually a bit of a baller. Actually, he's meant to be a very good player, this young lad from Strasbourg. Um, a lot of money raised on outgoings, which we know Ch- Luton, they did need to raise money, Craig. Yes. Jimenez, Giles. Yes. Um, Ruben Neves leaving, which broke both our hearts, seeing him go to Saudi yeah, Arabia, Craig. Connor Cody getting, getting £23 million for Nathan Collins. I think it was one of the deals of the summer, personally. Matthias Nunes going as well. Um I think they did brilliantly getting the money they did for some of those signings that went out. I think Gary O'Neill, I think when I saw, you know, Craig, everyone talks about this Wolves team. When I saw the Wolves team, um, they got beat off Palace, but they, they went toe for toe with them. I, and everyone talks about them um, in terms of like being there with Everton and, and Burnley. I think when you look at this Wolves 11, even now, Craig, you know, Semedo and Anuri at fullback, Dawson Kilman. Sarabia Gomez Neto in midfield even Cunha and I think Silva will be alright up front I think this Wolves team is is on a level above Everton and Burnley I really do I think it suits Gary O'Neill I think in terms of this window and what they've done with the 11 I think Tommy Doyle will be coming in being a very good signing I think they've done what they had to do what they could do Craig because they really had their hands tied which is the reason that we saw um, the change in manager as well isn't it Um, I'll give them a Oh well, it has to be, a, it has to be a D because you know how can you replace Ruben Neves? You can't. I, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about Matthias Nunes. I think they made a profit, making a profit on Matthias Nunes. Fair play to them. They made yeah. ten million on him. Yeah. I don't think he did anything since coming. I don't. I don't think he was awful, Craig. But he didn't stand out as a fifty-three million pound player for me. I, I've, I've said Ruben that for a long time. Yeah, I've said that for a long time. They got more. They got more money for Nunes than they did Neves. How is that possible in this world of football? And, um, yeah, um, so and, and great, if you, if, because, if you, because they lost Nevers, because they lost Nevers, that's and, and 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 just on that point, how how the city not sign Nevers but sign Nunes? I just, I, 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 don't I know. yeah. But to be yeah. fair, I would say Wolves. I'm tempted to give him a secret because because from Matthias Nunes and Nathan Collins, they raised seventy six million pound. Yeah, listen, give him to get a D from is, that's that, that's pretty good business, isn't it, for them too? Yeah, they're getting a D from me. Um, yeah, I, I think Cunha's a really talented football player, but he's not a natural goal scorer. Such so a way you play, I think he, he's probably more no. suited to playing as a ten than a nine. Um, yeah, uh, like you say, um, Silver's an interesting one, Craig. Who he's such a good player. He could he. I th- I think he's he's a player. Jack reckon Gary O'Neill looks at Fabio Silva. I, I reckon all the managers have looked at him thinking there's such a good player in there somewhere. Yeah. The, the, really is. Is, is he going to get goals? I, I, I think Wolves' problem in recent years, Graham, and I've said this on the pod um, probably for two seasons now, three seasons coming up, um, is the lack of goals. They they, they, they just have don't have enough goals in the squad. Um, you know, you you talked me out of relegating them when we did our, our predictions, mm. uh, and I think they're probably going to have enough to stay up. Um, but I they... think with Huang, Huang and Kaladzic, like Huang. I think they've got a better. I think they've got a better yeah. squad than we than we than we thought, Greg. When that front four, there's Cunha, Matthias Cunha, yeah, Fabio we, Silva, Huang, we, and Kaladzic isn't bad. No, we forgot we forgot about Kaladzic because he'd been injured for so long. You know, it was, yeah, yeah, it was one of them where he signed for a lot of money, and then you know he yeah. missed the full season with with his injury, didn't he? Uh, he actually suits the Premier League, doesn't he? 
He's got he's got physicality, that's for sure. Uh, he's a big, big, strong, athletic boy, and he can run. So, uh, Neto's like Pedro Neto's looking back to form. Uh, Neto's an unbelievable player. He's the one that they, they deserve credit. I for just keeping. think Wolves have got better. I just think they've got a slightly better squad than people give them credit for. They've got good players, Graham, but they, the the better players have left. I, you know, I'm I'm a huge match yeah. yeah, fan. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I I'd I'd love to see Kilman in the England squad. Um, I I, I worry, I wor- I do know. worry in defence, Graham. If Dawson or Kilman go down, I do worry. Yeah, me, listen, me, me, me too. Um, me too. Um, well, I mean, Neto again, Grimmy. You, you look at the players that that City let go in, in terms of their attacking players, uh, and we know Neto's had his injury problems. Neto would have been again. You, you look at the the, the two the, the two Portuguese players that left. Um, I'd have expected Ruben Neves to go to to a City, but if they wanted a an attacking player, then Pedro Neto all day long. Um, it's interesting. I, I I think Pedro Neto is bound for a Tottenham, a, a, a Liverpool, a Chelsea. Is that is that good? Arsenal, Maybe at, Arsenal looked in January. Arsenal looked in January, did. didn't they? They did. Maybe at twenty three, he's outside of Chelsea's uh, age profile. But certainly for Arsenal, he'd be he'd be he'd be a great signing. But I think Wolves are going to have a tough season because they're not going to score enough goals. D for me, Grim. Yeah, it was very hard to have, a, have anything but that with losing Ruben Neves. Uh, and that's us done for our ratings. Let us know on social media what you think. Um, not too many disagreements there, really, Craig, no. to be honest. I think no. um, it's pretty uh, pretty self-evident what happened with most of those teams. Um, that's us done for the Premier League, um, but we've still got a few previews for you. Still the only podcast of all the previews. No games in the Premier League. No games in the championship. We will take a look. We're not ignoring the international window completely, are we, Craig? We're going to touch no. on England when the when the games are over next week. We're going to look back at the games and comment, see what we think ahead of the Euros. But there's a lot of internationals happening, so we'll look. We'll take a look back at all the international window next week. Um, but let's finish off today with our previews, Craig. League One. We have two games, um, two top of the table contests, really. Yeah. Um, Exeter hosting top of the table Exeter, hosting Leighton Orient. Um, down at St James Park um, on a fine run Leighton Orient struggling they lost last week to Steven he's got, really got no goals in them at the minute Leighton Orient oh. Craig they really haven't um, Exeter surely have to win this I can't say anything but this surely a 2-0 Exeter yeah um, Exeter haven't um, yeah 2-0 2-0 to Exeter I, I agree with you Orient Orient having a struggle we expected them to it's difficult coming up from League 2 to League 1 um, the, the competition in this league is unbelievable the, 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 the financial difference between the top clubs or the, the, the bigger clubs and the, the, the smaller is massive the gulf is massive uh, and it's difficult for Quebec Orient to, to bridge that gap um, exit 2-0 well that comment there about the different the, the gap between League 2 and League 1 is so big hmm I've just heard Steve Evans do that listening to that comment, Craig, because Stevenage in third place. Yeah. If Exeter don't win, Stevenage can go top of the table here. They can yeah. go second with a win over Carlisle United, who coincidentally have had that problem that you've stated, Craig. They've, while Stevenage, it's it's amazing the teams who've come up. I know you like Stevenage, but we didn't think Stevenage would be the pick of the no. teams that have come up, given no. the financial constraints that, that are on them. But um, Carlisle United, indifferent start. I think they'll give Stevenage a good game here, but I think Steve is being at home. I think the legit two one. Graham Steve Evans. I've said this on the pod for a long time now. Steve Evans is an elite lower league manager. So if you want to get promoted and you're in League One, League Two, the conference, if you if you you know a, a big club in the conference with a lot of money, um, 
you go, you go and give Steve Evans what he wants. You bring him in, you give him the resources, let him manage, and he will get you results. He is not everybody's cup of tea, right? He isn't. He is unbelievable at what he does, and he's going to get a result here. Um, Stephen three, Carlisle one. On to the league two, Craig Barrow Markham isn't going ahead this weekend, but it's the only one. Would you have another kickoff, Craig, in the which is on Sky Sports? Mm. Bradford Bradford City are hosting Grimsby Town. Yeah, we so we have a good game. Well, if you want to watch it, um, <laughs> fascinating at the moment, Craig. What's going on here? Um, Bradford really not the start that they wanted. Grimsby Grimsby looking pretty solid, Craig. They've had some. Decent results. Um, they haven't lost since that defeat to Notts County, so they've proven how to beat Grimsby. They beat Gilliam convincingly last time out um, against the Bradford team who up and down created the Drew. To be fair, two clean sheets against two good teams in Crew and Mansfield. So, um, interesting. I think one all draw here. I think two good teams here. Two teams who have playoff aspirations and probably will be in and around there towards the end of the season. So, one all draw for me. Yeah, great. It's... it's... I've said a long, for a long time what Bradford's biggest issue is, Graham, they don't score goals. You know, they do not score enough goals for, for the amount of money that the owner spent on the, on the squad uh, in terms of the wages that he's paying out for players. Um, it's not the players' fault, by the way. Um, you've got to have a system that suits players and players that are going to guarantee you goals. It's a real dry club for, for, for goal scorers, Bradford. Um I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt here. I think they're going to beat Grimsby. It's going to be a classic. Bradford City 1, Grimsby 0. On to three o'clocks. Accrington hosting Mansfield. Two, I'm just talking about two possible promotion contenders. We'd have two promotion contenders here. Both made good starts this season. 10 points yeah. after six games. Yeah. Mansfield in seventh. Accrington in eighth. Both teams we like. Both teams we thought would be in the reckoning, Craig. Yeah. Mansfield not as much, but they're proving us wrong a little bit. Um, Accrington is a very tough place to go though in this division. Yeah, but, it is. Um, I think Mansfield might get the better of Accrington here. I don't know why. Accrington won Mansfield too. Yeah, I just think home advantage is gonna is gonna pay for Accrington here. Uh, Accrington two, Mansfield one. Both teams have started the season really well. Both deserve huge credit. AFC Wimbledon versus Stockport. Craig is 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 Dave Chandler still in charge at Stockport? He hasn't taken the Charlton job. No, Michael Appleton's gone to Charlton. So how does that how does that leave? Michael Appleton's manager? got the Charlton job. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, some 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 of your Asian colleagues do a really good job in this sport, Craig. They really do. AFC Wimbledon, um, Stockport, um. Fifth place Wimbledon. They haven't lost yet. Wimbledon. They've proven very solid at home. Very good. Stockport really struggling for form, aren't they, Craig? They were, yes. Um, I saw the highlights of that game against Crawley. They were very. They needed a last minute equaliser to draw it home to Crawley. On that basis, Wimbledon beat them two 0 Yeah, I, I think, I think Wimbledon started well. Wimbledon two, Stockport one, and Stockport for the budget they've got and the players they've got are really, really underachieving. They, they did, they did the same last season where they started really poorly, but um, you know, made up for it at the end of the season. Colchester hosting Tranmere. Long trip south for Tranmere here. Colchester, been a bit unlucky with some of those, but I think Tranmere probably deserved what they've got so far. Um, Colchester 2, Tranmere 0. Do you know what, Graham? It's, um, it's a real six-pointer already. And it's crazy to say that yeah. in September there's a six-pointer. I, I, Graham, I, I feel stupid saying it, right? Um, I, I, I genuinely do because of, of where we are in the season. 
But I think I think the Trammy Trammy go here and lose, they're in real trouble. They're in real trouble. Um if Colchester lose at home to Tranmere, they're in even bigger trouble. Colchester can't lose this game. Because of that, I think it's going to be a draw, Graham. I don't think it'll be a classic. Colchester nil, Tranmere nil as, as two teams are just too afraid to lose. Crawley, who have had an indifferent start to the season, some good, some bad. Yeah. Um, hosting a Newport County team who are playing some really good football, yeah, Craig. Good I saw the highlights actually looking very impressive. Um, only lost one so far this season. Crawley, you know they should have they should have beaten Stockport last time out at home. I think Crawley hmm, they might edge this one maybe two one Crawley. Um, Crawley won Newport too. So I think Newport when you get a result here, you're going to turn up and upset the apple car and just you know keep some pressure on Crawley Town. Forest Green somehow got a win at Sutton last week. Yeah, I saw that, It was mate. deserved. I say that, but it was deserved. Right, fair play. Um, taking on a crew, te- crew team who are very hard to beat, this crew team. They really are full of goals as well. Hmm. I think crew would just be too good for Forest Green here. Forest Green 1, crew 2. Forest Green 1, crew 1. Score draw. Jim Taylor, Harrogate, Harrogate Town, who managed to keep Luke Armstrong. Obviously, Wrexham apologised for not being able to get that one over the line. Ridiculous circumstance, really. Um, Luke Armstrong's time to go back to Harrogate. Um, hope for them is his heads on. Um, it's obvious that he's going to score this weekend, Craig. But it's going to be in a three-one defeat, three-one Gillingham. I wonder if he starts, Graham. I wonder where his heads are. Um, you know, didn't you mention earlier in the season he's kind of gone on strike and didn't want to play? Um, Mm. not not great that for any player to do that. But sometimes we don't know what the circumstances are. Uh, Gillingham four Harrogate nil. As as uh, Gillingham will put out a real statement of intent here, Graham and Harrogate are gonna are gonna suffer. They're gonna suffer a bad defeat. MK Dons not County what two huge teams here. What a game! Um, why isn't this on TV? Why isn't this game on TV? I know because it doesn't involve I don't know Bradford or Wrexham. So <laughs> um, I'm just relieved that Wrexham aren't on again, Greg. To be honest, <laughs> MK Dons. Oh yeah, yeah, Salford, Rex, Salford, Rexham. Wow, fair play to Sky. You did very well not picking Salford or Wrexham here. You did very, very well. They must have been persuaded not to beat Wrexham. Um, on MK Dons, yeah, it's a fascinating game. Let's see what the, the crowd is. This should be an absolute humdinger here, Craig. Yeah, two teams at the top. Notts County. Uh, so I've watched Notts County. They haven't been hasn't been free flowing football. Been the powerful. They're powerful. Yeah, they're eking out the they're eking out results, aren't they? All yeah. over the shop. Not yeah. dissimilar to Leighton Orient, Craig, I'd say, last season. Yeah, I, I think Notts County you know? got Um, I think MK Dons are playing well, though, Jonathan. Is it Leco playing well? Oh, I'm going to say two-all draw here. Yeah, I think it's going to be a brilliant game. Um, I think there will be goals. I, I was leaning towards 2-1 Notts County. Now you said 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to follow you. Two-all draw. On to Salford, um, taking on Walsall, Craig. Two teams who would have thought they would be challenging at, uh, at the other end of the table, really, but both had a poor start. Walsall starting to get there. Danny Johnson up front, you know, they're going to score goals. They'll probably yeah, be in the Salford. Oh, two losing, massive losses, Craig. Accrington. Accrington's not a surprise to some of us, Craig. They're no. always going to lose to Markham, Craig. Both those games, in, in terms of geography, they're like derby games, Accrington and Markham, that they've just lost. 
Yeah, not far. Uh, Morecambe's on the coast, obviously, a little bit further, but Accrington yeah. isn't far at all. Accrington's Blackburn, isn't it, basically? So, yeah. Salford, Accrington, yeah. Um, big both derby games. Um, so, yeah, huge, huge losses then. Uh, they really are. Walsh and, and Salford are banging trouble. They need to win this game, Craig. Can they win it? Danny Johnson's due a goal here. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. One all draw I'm going for. I'm gonna I'm gonna that Warsaw are gonna turn up at Salford and win. There'll be a lot of pressure on Salford. Salford won Warsaw too. Yeah, because imagine I don't know, but what you do wonder if um Gary Neville and the boys may be showing up there because in the national window at home. You might be free to, to so the that turn, I think that turns up the pressure a little bit as well, doesn't it? Um, so we'll see how that goes. Swindon entertaining Sutton United. Oh dear, Craig. I think I do worry for I do worry for our Sutton. You know, Craig, with um, yeah. friend of the pod for the last two years, yeah. losing at home to Forest Green last week. Yeah. Shocking, shocking result that. Um, Swindon going okay. They haven't lost Swindon, Craig. To be fair yeah. to them, they haven't lost lose. yet. Um, They're not going to lose at the weekend, Graham. No. 4-0. 4-0 Swindon, Craig. I hate to say it. Sorry to say it, but 4-0. 2-0 to, to Swindon. Doncaster Rovers, Craig. Graham, what um, is going on at Doncaster Rovers? They, get, they got a good draw last week. They've had a... To be fair to them, apart from Harrogate, they've had a, a new part. Yeah, they shouldn't have lost that, but Mansfield, Notts County... Grim, MK Dons, won. Swindon. Grim, yeah, they haven't. And then this is Don this is Doncaster Rovers. This is arguably it, this is one of the biggest clubs in this division. Of course it is. Of course uh, it is. And and they've spent a, and they've spent a lot of money. Yeah. Um and they've only scored against four the Wrexham team. Wrexham, Wrexham are not in good form. The uh, Wrexham obviously wanted Luke Armstrong, didn't get him. Nil I'm gonna say nil nil here. It's gonna go everyone's gonna be expecting four all here. I'm gonna say nil nil. Wrexham are not losing this game, Graham. Not in not in a not in a million years of Wrexham losing this game. Um Wrexham. Wrexham not interesting, isn't it? Wrexham, Wrexham of Wrexham, Craig. I know you like your facts. Yeah. Wrexham have conceded two more goals in six games than Doncaster have. Yeah. How many have they scored? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, they've scored they've scored eleven more. <laughs> what yeah, so so I'm just looking at that. What what are Wrexham on goal difference? So Wrexham are on plus one. Plus one, plus and one. Don, Don you yeah. on minus eight. Um, there's going to be goals yeah, in this, shocking, really there's going to be goals in this and even Doncaster are going to score uh, Wrexham 3 Doncaster Rovers 1 and that brings us to an end so yeah we've 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 rated every single Premier League team we previewed our League 1 and 2 we hope you enjoyed this episode it's one of our favourites of the whole year um, and then we'll be back next week for the Premier League is back, Championship's back, and we'll be looking at the transfer window a little bit. Let's see what the reaction is to, to how England have performed or not, as the case may be. Um, and we'll be looking at that, Craig, won't we? We'll look back at the um, the international window and what the story is emerging from that. Good luck, England, and I'm sure that you will perform with uh, the incredible talent we've got in that squad. Have a great weekend, Graham. Have a great weekend, guys.